is brought to you by James H. Brown and Associates, Alberta's precedent-setting injury lawyers. Overtime looming in all three NHL games. Kings and Hurricanes 4-4 with three seconds left. Senators and Canadians 4-4 with a minute 45 left. Capitals and Blue Jackets 3-3 with 4-16 left. Wayne Wagner is here from Wayne Sports Cards at Collectibles. Remind everybody where the store is. We are right across the street from West Edmonton Mall in the Westgate Shopping Centre. There's no more mind bender. Uh, what are you going to do on your lunch break? Uh, <laughs> we'll find something to do. <laughs> Okay, uh, 780-496-0063. Really, really appreciate it's, it's Actually, the response has been better than I thought, so we'll get to as many questions as we have. I hope some of you have heard the answers to other questions because there are some similar ones coming in on the text line, so hopefully even if we didn't read your text, it still might answer what you were asking about. And kind of including this person, but I want to read it, Wayne, because of the quantity they're bringing up. Because I could see how this could overwhelm somebody if they don't know the hobby at all. Hi, Wayne. I have my father-in-law's connect collection of hockey and baseball cards. Over 30,000. Can you point me in the right direction? Well, um, doing your own self-homework, I tell a lot of people who walk in, eBay's your friend. There's so much information you can get from eBay uh, that'll help you at least point you in a direction in terms of value of what you have. You know, if you look up a card and you, you look at an image online and you see the card and you're staring at your card and you see a $10,000 card on eBay and you're staring at that $10,000 card in your hand, at least it kind of gives you an idea of what you need to do or where you should go after that. So eBay's your friend. And then there's a wealth of knowledge uh, you can work with. Uh, there's Beckett Magazine. Um, which is the price guide that uh, you know everybody kind of gravitates to. Uh, it's a guideline, or at least it gives you an idea of what your card is worth. So you know that's another place you can turn to. Um, but I really encourage people, uh, you know, kind of go out there, do some homework on your own. But stores like myself, we can we can always direct you. Uh, we can't price every card. Obviously, if someone walks in with a collection of thirty thousand, uh, it would take me weeks, maybe months, to go through and evaluate right. these cards. But we can always give people an idea. You walk in with a box. If someone walks in with a box of 1990s, I can tell them to put that card back underneath the stairs where they found it and leave it for another 30 years. Uh, if they bring in a box of 1951-52 uh, Parker's Hockey or some 51 or 52 Tops Baseball, uh, you know, then I can say, hey, look, this is what you should do with your collection or this is what I think uh, needs to be done. So how often do you buy cards from people? Daily. And so does it? Does it, the card have to be graded for you to bring it into the store? No. Okay. No. We buy raw, we buy graded, uh, and a lot of times the way we do it is we want to make sure people understand what they have for value. So when we are buying a collection or buying a card, we will, uh, and again, time prohibited, because obviously if someone walks in with a 30,000 card collection, it's, it's something that, that takes a lot of effort. But when people walk in, if you have a Connor McDavid rookie, we make sure that we inform them, look, this is what your card is worth, um, this is what we're paying. And that way, at least if they're leaving the store, they know what their card is worth and they can at least make their informed decision. If they don't sell to us, they can make their informed decision wherever they take or choose to sell the card. Right. Okay. Uh, Dino Bambino writes in. He, so, he says, I actually have a Cam Moon. He put Cam Moon in exclamation mark, or in caps. That's how excited he is. I actually have a Cam Moon WHL card from the early 90s. Does that have any value or would I have to pay someone to take it off my hands? LOL. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. Mooner would sign that for you. The emotional value would increase. I'm not sure the monetary would. 
I'll answer that one for you. Well, you, you said 1990s, <laughs> and I won't add anything to that. Uh, I think I've seen that card of uh, of Mooners, which is which is pretty cool. Okay, uh, Dino also asked earlier, do you have any unopened cartons or individual packages? 7980 OPG. Would love to have. Uh, very expensive box uh, boxes of cards right now. The OPG box is the last time I saw, and uh, you know that's been a year or two. Last time I saw, they run about fifty to sixty thousand US for a box of cards. Really? Yes. Wow. Okay. <laughs> For the 7980 Gretzky. Jeez. The tops boxes, I don't know, but the Opeechee 7980 boxes run about 60. So they're not out there, widely out there then? They are not. Oh, wow. Okay, that's a really good question then. Yep. So it just, it's, it's, it's so interesting to me how certain cards get value. Because it has to be, in my mind, and correct me if I'm wrong, but this is just my impression, it has to be almost like a perfect intersection of the age of the card, the status of the player, the quality of the card and then the rarity of the card. Yeah, almost every one of those factors do play in, Reed. Um, you know, age doesn't necessarily, and again, we're going to go back to the 90s. The 90s are 30 years old. So that definitely, you know, you can say 30 years old, and that doesn't play into the value of those cards. Um, but definitely scarcity, definitely shape of the card. Okay. Uh, and it really is based on player performance. So, you know, we talked about Bedard, and we can, you know, go into that tangent. If Bedard comes out and does what he's supposed to do in the NHL, that card is going to go up in value. So it's all based on his performance. If he comes out and maybe does an Alexis Lafreniere and, and doesn't quite live up to the billing, then the cards aren't worth as much. So uh, it, really, it really does boil down to performance. And, and explain to me what you were telling me during the commercial, that Bedard, when will Bedard actually have an NHL rookie card? So the way the cards work nowadays, uh, well, not nowadays, it's been that way for a while, is the player actually has to have played an NHL game or been on the roster or been on the, the bench to have a card. Um, so Bedard, he does have cards out. He has some CHL cards and he has some Team Canada cards, but those are not rookie cards. Those are just some pre-cards to the NHL, but his official rookie card will be out sometime between... Obviously, he'll play his first game in October. Uh, so sometime between October and probably January is when his card will come out. Okay. So now maybe you don't, maybe you don't, this might be different possibly. This, this could be a really complicated question. What are your odds of getting, okay, so let me ask, let me rephrase it. Next year when Bedard has a rookie card. So it's upper deck only, right? Upper deck is the only For company hockey. producing hockey. So what are, what are your odds going to be of getting a Bedard in a pack? So it depends on the product. So the Upper Deck Company puts out anywhere, and I'm just going to use, again, a loose number, between 18 and 21 sets a year, different sets. Uh, so it depends on the set of cards on the odds of getting them. So I'm going to use the Upper Deck Base brand, which everybody knows. It's the Young Gun card, which is probably the most sought-after card in the marketplace. So the odds of getting that Connor Bedard card when that comes out is about one every eight boxes. Eight boxes. Eight boxes. And aren't there hundreds of cards in a box? There is, but the young guns are short printed. So the young guns, the way they're done, and these are all the rookies. So the young guns, the rookies for. Oh, so they have their own printing. Well, it's their own. So the card set, the base card goes from 1 to 200. The rookies go from 201 to 250, and that's series one. Okay. So the cards from 201 to 250 are called the young guns, and those are ratioed at one in four. 
in a box of cards with 24 packs. So in a single box, you're going to get six young guns. So simple math dictates if you want one player, your odds are in a 50-card young gun set, one and eight to get that card. Well, it's not bad. It's not bad. But how much will that cost you, though, to buy? The boxes, I'm, you know, and I don't want to guess because this is years away. The, the okay. Series 1 boxes this year sell for $120. Okay. So you may or may not get a really good... And the rookie cards... Okay, so who who would now I'm going down a different path? If I were to buy that box today, who am I hoping to get? McDavid? In this year's product? Yes. In this year's product, you're looking for Matty Beneers, Matt Boldy, Kent Johnson, those rookies. So the oh sorry, that's because that's just the young guns. My, my mistake. Yes. Okay, so then if I get cards with veteran players, who am I hoping for? Connor? Well then you've got to dive back into older boxes. And now the value of those... No, no, not those rookies. For Oh, no, if I, cards. Yeah, today's cards. So McDavid's oh. card for this year. Who, oh. do I, who do I want? Uh, well, if you buy a box of cards, you're going to get pretty much the card you want. Cause oh, because, okay. The base set is easy to get. In a box of cards, 24 packs, 8 cards per pack, 200 cards in the base set. So, okay, but will Connor's this season card, his 22-23 card, will it be valuable? Or is it just the McDavid rookies? It's mainly rookies. Wow, so that's amazing. The base card will run, run about 2 or $3. So even if he got to 200 points this season? His base card will be 2 or $3. So the, so the rookies, it's the first time he, a guy had a card. That's what you want. It's always rookie card. Correct. Wow. That's what everybody seeks. That's what everybody wants, and that's the value. Okay, yep. because to, for my thinking, as someone who watches and covers sports, I would think, okay, well, this guy was in the NHL 15 years, but year nine... He was MVP, Art Ross, Man of the Year. That's the card. But you're you're saying no, no, no. The rookie. It's always the almost always the rookie. Right. But then you're dealing with a ninth year card too. You're dealing with a card that he's already had. How many cards out in the marketplace? And remember, okay. remember that's multiplied because not only has the card been out nine years, you've also had 18 different sets per year with Connor McDavid cards in it. So now you've got 18 times nine. How many cards has Connor McDavid had at that point in time? Oh, wow. Okay, I see what you're saying. But they really don't make this easy to follow, though. Well, they do. The <laughs> <laughs> well, if you're, if you're living in the hobby like you are, it's different. So ask the questions. I, I encourage it all the time. Make sure you ask questions because it can be overwhelming. For people that just get into it, absolutely. Um, you walk in uh, and it's overwhelming how many cards you can actually see. And we try to carry going back, you know, in, in years. Like we got boxes and cards on our shelves going back all the way to 1981-82. Right. So... It's very overwhelming when someone walks in the store and we see it. You know, they walk in and they kind of first time in the store and they kind of open their eyes like saucers. It's like, what have I just walked into? So it can be overwhelming, but just ask the question. Well, and I encourage people to go. And, and thanks for all the, the, the texts. Um, but if you haven't been to Wayne's store, because some people are like, well, how do I do that? Like, seriously, go talk to the man. He's there all the time. What are you open tomorrow? We're open tomorrow from 11 till 5. Uh, okay. And what's your, do you have, you have a website, don't you? Or is we it fa Facebook? Absolutely. What's the website? Uh, WayneSportsCards.com. Easy. Wayne's, because like, and I'm saying that as someone who, like, I'm moderately interested in the hobby and I love having you on the show, but a lot, bunch of people know way more or are way more into it. Or if you want to find out, great you ask questions tonight, but I, I take a trip to the store. And and plus, look around. I mean, it's just fun to look around, for one thing. Absolutely. And and collecting is collecting, Reed. You know what I, I tell people all the time? You don't have to own a million dollars to be collecting, and you don't have right. to own a million 
cards to be a collector. Uh, collecting is spending a dollar, collecting is owning one card. Uh, you know, you collect at your own pace, you do what you want, you collect what you want, and you have fun doing it. The monetary value will follow at the end of the day. Carolina won in overtime, 5-4 over the Kings. So the Kings were up 4-1, they only get a single point. So uh, they will go to uh, 63 points. They'll tie Seattle for first in the Pacific. we got a few more minutes with Wayne Wagner from Wayne Sports Cards and Collectibles. If you want to slide in with a question, please do so. 780-496-0063. Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins is brought to you by James H. Brown and Associates, Alberta injury lawyers. Go to jameshbrown.com. All right. Appreciate you tuning in tonight. Uh, well, I was excited for this show. Had Mooner on, had John Ryan on, and now Wayne Wagner is here from Wayne Sports Cards and Collectibles. Thank you for everybody who uh, participated with texts and comments and questions about cards and collectibles. And again, go see Wayne, or as you, or as you said, and I've done this too, just check eBay. Because you might think, well, here's the retirement fund. And then you might think, oh, wait, I got to keep working eBay's your friend. I, I can't I can't emphasize it enough. It's such a uh, usable tool for everybody. You don't even have to account have an account to use it. Uh, it's just logging on and, and looking up some values. It'll give you a very good idea on what your collection's worth. Well, and I and I do want to say to people, and again, I encourage them to go see you because I went with some pictures of some rookie cards that I have from the early '80s, and you were perfectly honest. You you said those are nice cards. Um, if, if you get them graded and sell them, you're not going to be unhappy. But I want you to also temper your... Because I, I don't mind telling people. I think I have uh, Howard Chuck. Uh, I think, get, I, think I have Bork. Bork. Yeah. So that might be the best one of the bunch, yeah. right? Um, might have had coffee. I think that was there. Yeah. But again, I don't know the condition. But, but even so, those are not like... Those are not multi-thousand dollar cards. No. They're... Fun cards. Yeah. And, and, and even at 10s, and which are very tough, that 81-82 year was one of the worst cut years you could possibly have geez. in that decade. Uh, it makes it very tough to get a 10s, but even at a 10, it's, uh, it's definitely not uh, retirement material. So, again, I'm, I'm asking generally here, and I know you've got to be careful because it could depend on the individual card, but should most people be happy if they have a card lying around that might be worth a few hundred dollars? Of course. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. But there's, they shouldn't set their expectations in the thousands, probably. Well, unless it's a Gretzky rookie. Well, when you buy a lottery <laughs> ticket, uh, you better not set your hopes high at winning the lottery because we all know the odds. So I, I often say that there's a reason why, and we'll go back to the Gretzky rookie, there's a reason why there's only two graded at 10. And there's been thousands of Gretzky rookie cards graded. Um, so that kind of gives you an idea on how hard it is to get the top-notch grades of yeah. nines and tens and everything else. Right. So, so if you are a collector or thinking about becoming a collector, you better love the hobby itself and not just be doing it for financial reasons. And again, I say that collect first. <laughs> yeah. The monetary value will follow afterwards. Yes, which which is good advice. Um, other stuff. Obviously, we focused on uh, hockey. Who's hot? Who's hot in baseball? And is that your second biggest product? 
It's it's close. I would say it's definitely second. Uh, although NFL, uh, NBA sell very well for us. There's a lot of players to follow. We've all watched the rookies, uh, you know, from this year in football and basketball. You know, obviously last few years of basketball with Doncic and Zion Williamson and all these guys. So it's uh, it's good. Like those other three sports are kind of secondary to us. Obviously in in Canada, it's all about hockey. Okay. So okay, here's a question for you. I think I might have thought of a clever question. Believe it or not, you said the, the rookies are always the best. First card. So Tom Brady, legend, changes teams. Is his first card with the Buccaneers worth anything extra? Great question, but no. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad it was a great question at least. No, it, it is something that when people say, and, and Gretzky's rookie, and I don't know if it was the first time it ever happened, or not Gretzky's rookie, Gretzky's Kings card, and I don't know if it was the first time it ever happened, but that kind of did get... A little bit of fanfare when he left the Oilers. I, and I'm again, I th I'm going to remember numbers here. I think his card was about three dollars, uh, five dollars, somewhere in that range. When he did get that 88, 89 Tops and Opeachy card with him and an LA Kings, so the LA Kings one, he was holding the jersey up, and the Opeachy one, uh, he was dressed in it. That card did have a higher value. So that did buck a little bit of the trend, but it's not the norm. Tom Brady's card in, in Tampa Bay, uh, you know, maybe his regular cards are going for $5. Maybe that card might have gone for 6 to 8 but nothing oh, Okay, so it didn't jump way up. That's, I, see, and that's why I'm glad I'm having you on, because me, as uh, not being immersed in it, I would have thought, like, well, of course, when he changes teams, oh, my God, everybody wants that card. But, wow, that's, that's, that's amazing. So it, the, what about a Brady rookie? Brady Rookie is huge. Yeah. Yeah, so that was one of the cards. Uh, and again, that goes to your scarcity comment. Uh, Tom Brady was drafted near the bottom in that draft class. So being drafted in the bottom, even one of his rookie cards goes as far, you know you're not a big name, when your card is paired with another player on that card to have a card. So he was put on with another player in one of his sets just to have a card out there. Um, but because he was drafted so low, no high expectations, no big cards, he doesn't have as many rookies as the other players from that year because obviously they were drafted in the high rounds, they had a card in every set. He does not have as many cards, so his values are very high for a lot of his That cards. is amazing. Wow. Okay. I didn't know that, that he had to just pair it up with another guy. In one of his cards. One of, one of his cards. Absolutely. Okay, but still, that would be incredible yep. to have that. Okay. Wayne, um, I tell you what, I would like to do this again. Uh, maybe we'll bring in, I don't know, summer. Hopefully we got a long playoff run. Then I'll decompress, and then we'll do another hockey card show. Does that sound fun? That sounds fantastic, Reed. All right. Uh, WayneSportsCards.com. WayneSportsCards.com. And it's, uh, what avenue is that? Is that 90th Avenue? 17020, 90th Ave. All right. It's by the big mall. You'll find it. <laughs> Thank you so much for coming in. This was awesome. Always a pleasure, Reed. Thank you. Just quickly updating that scoreboard before we go as well. Uh, the Senators beat the Canadians 5-4 in regulation. Caps beat the Blue Jackets 4-3 in overtime. Kuznetsov got the winner, and as I told you, Hurricanes came from behind to beat the Kings 5-4 in OT. Thanks to Dave Campbell, the producer of the show. Our studio producer is Kellen Kennedy. Tomorrow, Kelly Rudy and Ben Scrivens are my scheduled guests. I will talk to you then. Have a great night.